Well, welcome. Welcome again. Uh, wonderful time of uh, worshiping together and singing, singing some of those Christmas hymns. Now, maybe you're looking at the screen, you're thinking, the runaway bunny, like this is, you got the holiday wrong, Jonathan. This is not Easter. Uh, this is Christmas. I actually think this story, this children's book, has something that uh, can help us understand uh, the story of Christmas a little bit better. And so I'm excited to share that uh, with you. But before we do that, before we share that, I'm just going to go ahead and say a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for this time to sing together, to sing these, uh, these Christmas hymns, these, these beautiful songs. We pray that you would be glorified and that we would uh, walk away a little bit more in love with you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I want to just read the opening lines of this story of the runaway bunny. Once there was a little bunny who wanted to run away. So he said to his mother, I am running away. If you run away, said his mother, I will run after you, for you are my little bunny. These are the opening words of The Runaway Bunny by Margaret Wise Brown. Uh, we have a lot of children books in our house. You, you can actually hear my son calling to me right now. Uh, he is excited for tonight. Uh, we have a lot of children's books. Uh, so this one's for you, Elijah, uh, in our house. Uh, and this is one of our favorite books, The Runaway Bunny. And I think maybe some of you have read this book. Anyone uh, here read The Runaway Bunny and liked The Runaway Bunny? It's a beautiful story. And it was actually published in 1942. Uh, and it's been in print since then. So it is still being printed and printed because I think there's something really special about it. There's something beautiful now, uh, I think uh, as we're going to read through the story, we're going to see like, this greater theme emerge, this greater theme, this greater, greater story that really can speak a little bit to our hearts. I think the runaway bunny kind of captures the story of the Bible, but also the story of Christmas. And really, the, the story of the Bible and the story of Christmas is uh, us, humanity, running away from God. That's the story of the Bible, us running away from God and God coming after us. And that's the story uh, of the mother bunny coming after her, her little bunny. Uh, it, she says, um, the little bunny says, If you run after me, said the little bunny, I will become a fish in a trout stream. If you run after me, said the little bunny, I will become a fish in a trout stream and I will swim away from you. If you become a fish in a trout stream, said his mother, I will become a fisherman and I will fish for you. You can see the, this like beautiful uh, picture, this beautiful drawing uh, of, a, of a little bunny trying to be uh, a fish, trying to be uh, strong and independent and on his own. Uh, but his idea of freedom is actually captivity. I don't know if you've ever uh, tried to see a little bunny swim, but they're not good swimmers. <laughs> they're not made to live in a river. And I think we're kind of like that. As people, as humanity, uh, we think, you know, this thing, it will make me happy. It will give me freedom. If I just pursue that thing, I will be free. I will have happiness. I will be the person that I want to be. And then we find out that when we pursue those things, it actually doesn't lead us into freedom. It leads us into captivity as our hearts uh, become obsessed with those things or, or our lives become about those things. Now, this is not uh, uh, unique to you, and it's not unique to me. This is what's been going on since the beginning, uh, since creation and since uh, shortly thereafter with the fall. Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, they disobeyed God. They chose to do things their way. They ran away from God uh, and disobeyed, 
and ate from a tree. Now, maybe that doesn't sound like a big deal to you. You're like, can't you eat from a tree? But God had said, don't eat from this tree. You can have all the other trees. You can have all of creation. You can have whatever you want but this one tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they said, no, we're going to do it our way. And so they ate from the tree uh, because they wanted freedom. And that actually brought them captivity. That, that bound them. That introduced sin and mistrust into our world. And so what did they do in the garden? Right after they ate from the street, they ran away and they hid. Genesis 3.8 says this, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And so we see here man and woman, Adam and Eve, all of humanity hiding from God. Do you know what it's like to be wrong, to do something, and then hide? One of my earliest memories as a child, I don't remember what I did. I think maybe I lied or something to my brothers. It's just running away and hiding uh, because I had done something wrong. And we keep doing this in our lives, right? When we, when we do something wrong, whether uh, it's uh, an action or a deed or whatever, we hide, right? We hide that memory. We hide that emotion. We hide uh, what we said. Uh, we hide uh, relationally from our friends, from our spouses, from those around us, from God himself. And it's because we feel shame. But the God of the Bible is not content to leave us in our shame. He loves us. And so he's going to come after us. He's going to search for us. Verse 9 says, but the Lord God called to the man, where are you? See what he's doing? He's walking through the garden and he is calling, he is searching, he is coming after us. Now God, like, if he knows everything, right, if he's God, he knew where they were in the garden. He knew exactly where they were. But he was giving them a chance to come to him. He was, he was giving a, a new relationship a chance. But they hid. They hid among the trees. And so God came after them because he cared enough. See, our God is a God who loves us enough to find us, no matter where we're hiding, no matter where we are. And this is the story of the Bible. And so the question is, where are you, Adam? Where are you, Eve? Well, where are you? Where are you in this life? Are you hiding? Is there something that you're, you're, that's kind of between you and God? How are, you, how are you staying back from a relationship with the one who created you, with this life-giving, abundant relationship with your creator? Are you hiding behind trees? And so we don't want to do that. Right? We don't want to erect anything, good or bad, in between us and God. Sometimes we think, oh, it's only, like, it's only the problems that mess up my relationship with God. No, it can be the good things, too. Like you can be an amazing parent, teacher, uh, employer, employee, uh, uh, spouse, sibling. You could be amazing, but if you're, if you're putting your trust in those things instead of God, then something has come in between you and God. And so we don't want to hide from God. We don't want to hide behind good things. We don't want to hide behind bad things. We just want to be in relationship with God. Now, the runaway bunny, he was full of lots of great ideas. <laughs> he had lots of good ideas of what he could become. Uh, what he wants to do isn't bad. He, he wants to become like a mountain, a, a rock on top of a mountain. If you become a fisherman, said the little bunny, I will become a rock on the mountain high above you. Well, if you become a rock on the mountain high above me, said his mother, I will be a mountain climber and I will climb to where you are. The little bunny, like he wants to achieve, he wants to, he wants to become even greater than his mommy, he wants to rise above, uh, and these aren't necessarily bad things at all. He wants to do a good job. 
But if he's separated himself from his mother, he's separating himself from relationship. And that's what we do with God, right? We pursue the good things at the cost of the greatest thing, God himself. Now, the, the, the mommy bunny, thankfully, she doesn't say, okay, fine, have it your way. <laughs> that would be a short, sad children's book. Doesn't just leave the bunny. He goes after, she goes after him. And that's what God does for us. He comes after us. He doesn't just leave us. He pursues us. There was this psalmist named David who was a poet, he was a king, he was a warrior, and he was a broken man, but he, he understood God's nature. And he wrote this uh, beautiful psalm about God. Uh, he said, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. God is going after us. There's nowhere we can get away from God. There's nowhere that we can separate ourselves from God. We can't be like, so high in the heavens. I mean, we can't be so good that God can't get to us and save us. And we can't, we can't go so low. We can't be at such a dark place in our lives or, or be so broken that God can't forgive us and love us and be in relationship with us. We can't get away from God's love. God is determined to rescue us. The little bunny, he's full of all sorts of creative ideas, and we are too. He tries to hide in a, in a garden uh, with lots of hiding spots for a bunny. We have bunnies in our yard, and they like to hide in our garden. So the mother becomes a gardener, searches him out. The little bunny tries to become a bird and fly away from his mother, but she becomes the tree that he calls home. The, the little bunny tries to be a sailboat and sail away from his mother, but she becomes the wind that brings him home. The little bunny tries to run away and join a circus, but his mother becomes a tightrope walker and walks across the air to him. Now, if this book was like uh, about anyone else <laughs> but the mother, uh, or perhaps a father and the little boy bunny or the little girl bunny, the, the child bunny, it would be kind of a creepy book. <laughs> but this is... this. This, uh, this story is based on relationship, a mother and her son. And so it's beautiful. And that illustrates our God's relationship with us. It's a, it's a, it's a, per, it's a pursuit out of love, it's not a pursuit out of trying to get something from us or, or make us worship him. It's a pursuit out of love, knowing what's best for us because he created us and cares for us. And so, as we think now about Christmas, Christmas is that ultimate moment of God becoming what we need, of God stepping into our reality, of God coming after us in our brokenness, of God uh, stepping down into human flesh and becoming a small baby boy named Jesus. We read it a little bit earlier, but I want to read it again. Luke chapter 1, verses uh, 30 uh, through 33 and 35. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. This is no ordinary baby. This is the Son of God, who is God himself. How will this be? 
Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin, and the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. The little little bunny hid in a garden and we need a gardener. And Jesus, uh, he became that gardener. He walked among us. When he rose from the dead, the first thing he was mistaken for was a gardener. Jesus came, uh, and it was God in the flesh born, and he came and he walked among us. And he lived, and he lived a a good life. He lived actually a a sinless life, like a perfect life, not a life of like achievement and success as we might define it, but a life of knowing God and being in relationship with him, his father. And somehow through that, he becomes this this perfect, uh, this perfect sacrifice, this perfect offering who can relate to God and us. If you think about it, like in order for us to know and be in relationship with God, that's like a wide gap to cross, isn't it? From humanity to divinity. We can't do that. So God has to cross that gap for us. And he does it in Jesus because Jesus is man, but he's also God. And so he can be in relationship with his father, but he can also be in relationship with you and me. He's this perfect in-between. And then he does this crazy thing called going to a cross and becoming a sacrifice. And Christmas really is all about Easter. (laughs) Christmas points to Easter. Jesus came on a mission. He came to become that sacrifice to die to pay the penalty for our sins. And maybe we think that's a little old-fashioned. But actually, it shows us something about the character of God, that, that God loves us enough to rescue us, but then it also cares about truth and justice and won't leave sin undealt with. But then it circles back around to God's love again because God, God is the one receiving the punishment. Jesus is God in the flesh. And so God requires a penalty to be paid, but then he takes it upon himself. He is pursuing us. He is becoming exactly what we need to rescue us. Before Jesus went to the cross and then died and and rose again, uh, he told a, a little parable of a lost sheep. Maybe if he had known about the runaway bunny, he would have used the runaway bunny. But he used the story of the lost sheep. He was interacting with people, uh, the most religious people, uh, and they were complaining because uh, Jesus was spending time with the people they thought were the wrong kinds of people, like the sinners, the outcasts, the the misfits. And Jesus loved the sinners, the outcasts, and the misfits. This story happened. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he is joyfully, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. So a shepherd loses one of his sheep, his sheep wanders off, and he leaves the rest, and he goes and he pursues that sheep out of love. And when he finds that sheep, he puts it on his shoulders, this place of rest, this place of rescue. Tonight could be the night that you come home to the shoulders of God, that you come home to the shoulders of Christ Jesus. He can rescue you. How can you receive that rescue? 
Then he calls his friends, the shepherd, then he calls his friends and neighbors and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. And so we come home through repentance. It just means turning from our sin and turning to God. Turning from our ways and turning to God's ways. Turning to Christ Jesus. See, Jesus is the good shepherd who comes after us, who comes to rescue us, who doesn't want us to get away from him. But he doesn't do it because he's trying to entrap you. He does it because he's trying to set you free. If you become a tightrope walker and walk across the air, said the bunny, I will become a little boy and run into a house. (laughs) If you become a little boy and run into a house, said the mother bunny, I will become your mother and catch you in my arms and hug you. Are you a runaway bunny? That's the big question. Are you a runaway bunny? It takes courage to admit you're a runaway bunny. It takes courage to admit that we've strayed from God and we need to be in relationship with him. But it also takes hope and faith. And we get to see this big story of God coming after us. That's a beautiful love story. That's a beautiful story of redemption. Jesus can make everything right that he can welcome us home. Shucks, said the little bunny. I might, as, I might just as well stay where I am and be your little bunny. And so he did. Have a carrot, said the mother bunny. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful, beautiful children's book, this creative story. Thank you for um, your story, for the story of uh, Christ Jesus, God himself come into this world to rescue us, to make us whole, to make us new. In Jesus' name, amen.